Today, I'm speaking with Juliet Caraman. She's a certified mind and body coach, teacher, mentor. Uh, she helps people heal from trauma, and she's also a sex and intimacy expert. So today, we're going to be talking about how we can communicate our needs to our partner and how to create a deeper level of intimacy. So enjoy. Make sure to grab the official Not Over Just Different Welcome Pack. It's filled with some of the best tools for inspiring your best life, all absolutely free. Just go to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to download yours now. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and welcome to Not Over Just Different, a podcast for women of a respectable age facing life's next new chapter. So grab a cup of tea and pour yourself a glass of wine and join me for some deep, real and candid conversations about everything from health, aging gracefully, relationships and how to make the next 50 years even better than the first. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the podcast for this week. Ooh, this week I have, um, we're going to be talking about a very juicy subject that I can't wait to get into and uh, my special guest this week is Juliet Caraman. Hi Juliet, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Natalie. Nice having, nice being here. Yeah, I'm looking forward. So we're going to be talking, um, we're going to be talking about sex. We're going to be talking about communicating about what it is that we want to our partners um, and how to really enjoy this time of our life. Because um, I think that, you know, we, we are at this time of our life where we really are coming into our own and uh, having a really fulfilling and pleasurable sex life should absolutely be part of that. So, um, so Juliet, this is, uh, is interesting work that you are in too. You're like you're an intimacy, intimacy expert um, and you do talk a lot about, you know, sex and communicating. So how did you fall into this line of work? <laughs> It's funny, right? So um, I fought, fell into this actually because of coming out of a really toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in a I was in a good marriage, but overgave four children. You know, within three years' time. So you know what it's like. You just you're just a giving person. And then at one point, you know, we didn't communicate very well. My husband traveled a lot, and at one point, you get to that point, it's like, okay, I'm done. So I left him, which is, you don't do that often to, to Muslim men, of course. Yeah, very, we're very good friends, thank God. But then I got into the same kind of relationship, but this time with a man with three children. So we had seven children between the, between the two of us, started living together. So a house with eight bedrooms, made sure that everyone had their double bed and their desk and their this and that, eight different schools. And basically my overgiving continued until I hit rock bottom and I started fainting. So I spent nine months in and out of hospital, not knowing what was wrong with me. And when the relationship broke up because of all the strain of that and already the strain that we were in, um, I really started paying attention to me. And that's how I got into coaching. That's how I got into the whole personal development um, world and really notice things like hey I can't give from an empty cup I know we hear this so often right but it's like sometimes you really do need to hit almost rock bottom I mean yeah uh for change to be able to happen for you really it's like hey the universe is like hammering me on the head with big hammers like are you gonna wake up or not (laughs) 
So that got me, yeah, that got me on this path into sexuality, into sensuality. I unraveled a lot of my path where um, for over 20 years I had actually hidden or buried. The psyche is incredible, right? That I was deep, right, by five guys. So I really started deeping like delving much deeper into trauma and sexuality and then into asking for what you want. And even, even in a normal relationship, just, and it's like, Hey, could you give me a back rub? Like so often we won't ask for what we want because we're like, Oh, they're always going to say no, Mm. have a desire. And then you're like, Oh yeah, no, but that's scary to voice it. And they might even say no. Right. I know. And that's the thing. And it's not the no, that's so scary. It's the, perceived rejection that comes with the no right that's it right because where does that take you back probably to your childhood or to some part where you felt rejected and it might not even be true but that's how you felt about it right right yeah no I remember well my my was married for 20 years um and you know for the last couple of years we we definitely weren't intimate with each other um but it kind of got to the stage where it was weird to ask for it and I didn't know how to approach the situation. And then, of course, it was, well, you know, I had built up this whole story in my mind how he had been rejecting me, which wasn't true, um, but that was the lens that I was looking through. So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't even want to ask, you know. And then I make up a story, well, well, I don't want to. So, you know, <laughs> we're fine then. Right? <laughs> so that and that's didn't end well. <laughs> like, me, right? It's like. Mm, yeah I'm not gonna ask for it well I'm not gonna approach you yeah. and, and that's the whole thing and then if you get help from a coach or appear in some kind of program then all of a sudden all that can actually be addressed and it's like oh what are we looking for here right it's like intimacy where we want to be seen we want to be heard we want to be felt and oftentimes it's the communication that needs to first happen and then one, you know, so for a lot of my clients, I tell them sex is off the table. They haven't had sex for 23 years. So I'm like, okay, so for the next four weeks, we're taking sex off the table completely. Right. So you have homework not to have sex. <laughs> and they're like, we haven't had sex in so long. We're like, great. So now I'm going to add a next one to it. And then, but then we get them to communicate and actually remember what is it that you loved about that person? What did you guys love doing together? And really start start asking some questions, some intimate questions like, what are your dreams? What are your desires? What do you want for this relationship? And once you can be that intimate, you can, you can bring your heart, you can bring your whole everything out, then it's really easy to actually be physically intimate with someone. Right. I get a lot of people that after three weeks are like, oh, you know, the, the homework, we actually, we, we broke the homework. Yeah, we group. failed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yay, first Spectacularly. time <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so, and I think that the communication, I mean, the communication is a form of intimacy, right? And sometimes we get to this place where we're just worlds apart or polar, polarized apart. Um, and so... Uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about the communication and uh, yes, that you, you just shared some questions, which are great, but is there a, an environment that we can create to make that easy? And uh, let's go there. And then I also want to talk about like, if you're in a new relationship, what does that communication look like? Cause that would be completely different. Com- completely. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, a lot of us get married, have kids, career, this, that. So, there are always a lot of pressing things on our mind, right? Mm-hmm. So I tell my clients, 
twice a month at least, plan in a date morning, date night. And that means phones away. We're not talking about the kid. We're not talking about work. We're not talking about, you know, what needs to be done in the house or what chores need to be done. But all of that really goes away. And then what I'll often get them to do is actually do like some formal communication um, practices. It's kind of like like a game. I call it. It's a dyad. It's a power of two. So you ask one question. You, ask, you give one prompt to the other person and they respond. And the only thing that you can say is that. Or if you haven't understood, say clarify that. Mm-hmm. Right? Or speak louder. But it's for them to really be heard. And then we go back and forth like that with usually one prompt for about 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, the same prompt. Because what happens in the beginning, you like you swim on the surface. But then after a while, getting that same prompt, you just go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at this person in front of you and you're seeing all the layers have come off and you're like, oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> it's like we're not that different. And you look so attractive to me right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, you know, and I think too that it's important to to have this periodically throughout your marriage or your relationship, you know, because I know, um, you know, I live in the US, so there's a lot of people that I've met who got married, high school sweetheart or college sweetheart, so they were fairly inexperienced sexually. Um, Mm -hmm. And then as they've grown older... Uh, they haven't known how to communicate to expand, you know, their sex life or to talk about things that maybe they they think they might like to try or anything like that. Um, So, you know, that's, I I think, is a common thing that I've seen quite a lot as well. Completely. And they also say, but this used to always work. Why doesn't this work anymore? I mean, we all want to have like a quick fix method. It's like, oh, if I do this, that, and then 10 minutes of that, and then, you know, we're going. It's perfect. But it doesn't work like that. Mm. Every woman, every man is different. Every every binary person, you know, we're we're all different on different ways as well. And that's how we just shift. So, so often it's the little things like, could you go to the left a little bit? Could you touch me softer? Could I have a softer stroke? Could we start with you, know, you blindfolding me and then giving me uh, a neck rub? Mm. And that might be really out there for some people to ask, you know, blindfolding me and, 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 and massaging my neck. Yeah. And then give really good instructions like, hey, love that, but could it be a bit softer? Or like that, could I have a bit more nails? Or could I have more pressure there? But once you start taking the um, expectation away from, you know, I'm going to say how I want it and you know, what you're basically, what you're doing, you're requesting. Mm. And it's up to the person who's giving you the massage. It's like, does that feel within themselves that, yes, they want to give you a bit harder or a bit softer? You know, it's, it's that already opens the, the door to communication, the door to just asking for what you want. Right. And so... And then, yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, and, and then there's also like the different ways into pleasure. Mm. You know, we, we talk about this in the erotic blueprints a lot, like we have a different blueprint into pleasure. And so often we didn't realize, but the person that we're paired up with has a completely different blueprint. They might be very sexual, 
and you might be very energetic. So you need a lot of space and you can almost have full body orgasms just by looking at something. Mm. The sensual will, will smell a thing and just <gasps> love it like that. But if your partner is not on the same line, then it's very difficult. Like at one point you, you'll get there, but you just kind of need a little bit of uh, massaging. How do we get into, into the pleasure zone? Right. We all know that love and relationships are pretty common themes on this show, and most importantly, the love that we show to ourselves. And this is exactly why I wanted to share something really special with you. It's a toolkit that I've created that can help you welcome more love into your life. It features 50 empowering love affirmations and the Meet Your Perfect Match quiz that reveals your ideal partner in just seconds. So if you're ready to find that one special someone who will be overjoyed to give you everything that you need and want in your love relationship, simply go to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash love toolkit and get free access now. So uh, how do we figure out what our, because I was going to say, how do we figure out what we like? You know, how do we, you know, explore that? So it sounds like the erotic blueprint is a, is a great way for us to, to kind of, you know, go on that little pleasure adventure. <laughs> it's, it's great. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff. I used to run orgasm meditation in, in the UK, uh, then did a lot of tantra and BDSM world. And then somehow I got to the erotic blueprints and it was like, Oh, this makes sense. This is like the the missing piece there. I'm like, yes, I know what I want and and how I want it, but ah, this is why I'm always changing. And so often we change to suit our partner because that's how they like it, but we don't really think about how we like it. Right. But then it's like, what kind of touch do I like? So, you know, I ask people, it's like, hold your hand up, palm up, and then just put your other hand about... Oh God, I need to be in inches, about four or five inches <laughs> above it. I'm, I think it's centimeters. <laughs> and just put your hand there and see if you can actually feel the energy. If you can feel the heat from your hand and then move it closer by, closer to your other hand. Does it increase? Does it decrease? Does it feel pleasurable? Does it feel static? And then slowly land your hand your fingers on the other hand and notice where else you're starting to feel that heat in your body is it expansive is it contractive all these things usually we don't have language we don't have vocabulary for this but like really slowly scratching the top of your hand and when you put more nails, does that increase the pleasure? Does it decrease? Going the other direction. It's like, okay, stay curious. Yeah. And that's just you know, one hand within like one minute of that. But you can start doing this with your whole body and actually start mapping what you like. Yeah. And then if someone else gives you that touch, how does that then feel? So you can be as geeky as you want to be and actually make whole, you know, whole um, papers, pages of it, or you can just do it you know, as you feel. But just notice also, it's like, oh, when, you know, when I'm very perimenopausal or when I've got hot flushes, I don't like that touch. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like, get away from me. <laughs> 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 right, it's over like, there. <laughs> 
like, I need you to hold my hair up and just blow on me so I can, <laughs> I can be so a bit less hot. Thank you very much. But being able to communicate this as well, right, yes. to your part, like, I would love to touch you, but I'm like blowing up at the moment. <laughs> Bring me some ice cubes and I'll be really happy. That's right. No, I love that. And I think too what you're also saying is that we should really carve out some time to to drop in in these moments. And, and I mean, this is not just how to communicate with your partner, but also how to pleasure yourself. You know, if, if you're not in a relationship or if, you know, if in times in between, you know, really – you know, going, well, how does that feel? And, and, and taking note of that. Cause, you know, sometimes we can go, okay, especially if you've been in a relationship for a long period of time, you kind of feel like you're going through the motions. You know, it's like you're just, okay, here we are. We're doing this is Tuesday night at seven o'clock. So this is the time we do it, you know. Um, so we, it yeah. kind of loses the romance, but even having some time where maybe sex isn't you know, the end result for that particular time together. And it's something like this where you're just essentially touching or, you know, doing something where you're still connecting, you know. Completely. And and that's the whole thing, right? The pattern interrupt Mm. because we're cohabiting, we're in the same thing again and again and again. And then we think back at when we were just dating and maybe texting and it wasn't at that point, but, you know, Mm. for new people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, like, the excitement because anything that's new you know creates that excitement which mm-hmm. gives us endorphins and other feel-good happy hormones so anything that creates a pattern interrupt will then create a newness again mm. like so if you can do date night morning afternoon twice a month for two hours you carve about for each other and really do something completely different Maybe one person is responsible for the date one day and the other person is responsible for something else. And that means don't go out to dinner where you usually go, but maybe you go and go on a balloon ride. Mm. Do something where you can actually experience fun memories again together. You know, music, putting, putting like, like putting your den together, maybe some nice fairy lights, both take a shower, put some beautiful candles on, someone puts on music, and maybe you just dance together for a while. Mm. You know, but really, like, start creating some things like what, what, what would you love? What, what are your bundles of joy? What, 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 what gives you pleasure? Yeah. And I can imagine that opening up to this, um, you know, very candid kind of communication when you're going into a new relationship really sets you up for success. Oh, completely. Yeah. So, and it's interesting. So when I got together with my partner now, who have been together for five plus years, um, I met him, I think, the month after my sister passed away. So I was in massive grief. But at the same time, um, also, you know, I knew sexually what I wanted. I knew how to ask for things, having, you know, spent a lot of time in, in conscious sexuality. Um, but it was just such an eye-opener that both of us, we also found out that we're both shapeshifters and the erotic blueprint, so that we like different things, but maybe not always at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just so beautiful to say, hey, I'd love to sit with you and I'm not in the mood to actually have sex. I would love it if you could rub my feet a little bit, if we could turn off the TV and if we could just spend some time 
talking. And what I'd love to discover with you is what your vision is for us and what my vision is and where, where we, you know, where we mix that together. We come up with a whole new plan for us mm. or where we see it's like, oh, I never thought about that. You know, because that's it. You start looking at people in such a different light. Right. Just the curiosity of like, what are you all about? Mm. Yeah, because again, it's another form of intimacy, you know, that, that you know, connects that. And, you know, I, I, I'm assuming there's a, be, a, there's a best way to be able to communicate <laughs> rather than barking orders uh, during sex. <laughs> Um, there's yeah, a, yeah, that, that doesn't it, seem to work really well. No. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and is there like an agreement that you should come to beforehand? You know, because if you are giving some instruction, I'm sure there's a really good way to deliver it. But maybe there's also, a, you know, a pre-conversation you can have beforehand so that, you know, someone doesn't feel like they're being um, criticised or, you know, <laughs> judged all the time or criti- uh, critiqued on their, uh, their technique. <laughs> And that was actually really interesting when, when I got into this relationship. I would say, hey, Alex, can you slow down? Can you slow down even more? And yeah, at first he was kind of like taken aback. It's like, what am I not doing it right? It's like saying, no, you're doing everything great. And I want to slow down even more so that I can even feel the little nuances. Mm. Like, I love what you're doing. So you kind of think about it as a shit sandwich, right? You, you love what you're doing. But can you slow down even more so I can feel everything? It's like, oh, yeah, that's amazing. And what about even more? Can we stop for a moment and breathe? And then after that first time, he's like, those were a lot of instructions. I'm like, I'm sorry that you felt that they were instructions for me. It was just like, we're testing out the water here. How how do we communicate? So I asked him afterwards, did you feel critiqued anywhere? Did you feel like... um, I was giving you instructions and how can I do that better next time? Mm. Like you don't feel that way. And he's like, no, actually it just, it felt really good, but it was just new. I wasn't used to it. Yeah. And that's it. Being able to have that conversation, you know, being able to have a conversation with someone when you've had sex and it hasn't been great to saying, Hey, I loved it. And I feel very close to you. And next time, can we try this and that? I'd love to try that. Are you open for that? Right. And that's vulnerable because, you know, you're putting your heart out there. You're like, ooh, actually, I, I like kinky stuff, you know, and don't judge me, but, yeah. you know, I'm going to be honest here. Yeah. And I think that's also, you know, um, trusting your partner. Uh, and I think, again, having an agreement, and this is not just in the bedroom, but, you know, a place of, you know, um, non-judgment. Completely. You know, and support. Non-judgment and really curiosity. Stay mm. curious about the other person. You don't know what's going on in their head. Yeah. I remember um, I was catching this couple through something and they came um, They came to me and I actually had a, a VIP longer session with them in person. And I saw the, 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 the husband come behind her and com- she completely froze. Mm. And I knew that she went into some trauma response. So... I called him to me. I said, what are you noticing? What's happened to her physique? She's like, because she's on her shoulders and she's bent over a bit. So I'm like, okay. So when you see that, just notice and just continue to breathe and ask her, 
Yeah, ask her if you can put your hand on her heart, on her shoulders, if you can breathe with her. And just, you can sometimes just tell her, hey, I noticed that you've tensed up. Um, you know, how can I support you? Mm. You don't have to fix them, but how can I support you? Yeah. Because and so many of us have trauma, right? Anything that's happened too fast, too soon for our bodies or minds to, to really yeah. calibrate it. And how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if you can show up this way when you're being intimate, then you also get to show up this way in other aspects of your relationship, Yeah, you know, which really does help to support all of that. Right. And and that's just a beautiful thing because so often this just gets overlooked. We're like, oh, you know, we're busy with the kids and we're busy with our jobs and there's stress and there's COVID and there's whatever. There's always something happening. But then to consciously make that time, to be curious about each other, to to notice what's going on. Yeah. And also um, being, uh, you know, um, patient with ourselves and with our partners. You know, I know that uh, like when I'm in work mode, you know, my partners observe that I'm in masculine mode, which, you know, fair enough, getting stuff yeah. done, I'm changing the world, we've got lots of stuff to do. Um, and, you know, I have to... I, I realize I really have to switch modes, which is why putting the phone away is important um, because if I'm still on the clock that I'm still being masculine, you know, I'm still doing that. Um, but, you know, putting the phone away and whether that's, you know, maybe sitting down and having a chat or whether it's changing clothes. I have a girlfriend of mine. She's very much in a masculine in her business. But when she yeah. comes home, she goes upstairs, she changes into something girly, and then that helps her to shift modes you know, so yeah. that she can she can be more in her feminine when she's with a family and with a husband. And isn't it cool, right? They're just those little things. Yeah. Like how can I just shift? And and for me, what what I teach my clients is put a timer on for one minute, three times a day. All of us have three minutes. I mean, I was like, oh, I can't do this work, and it's just a. But it's like okay, so put the put the timer on for one minute, and then just slow down, close your eyes, take a breath. In through your nose and out through your mouth. And again, in through your nose. Out through your mouth. Letting the out breath be longer. And again, last time. And then just notice what thought is appearing. And there might be nothing. You might be like, no, I'm pretty chill. There's no thoughts. There might be an image. Notice what body sensations are coming up. I'm like, oh, I notice there's a bit of tightness in my jaw. Feels a bit metallic. Chest is expanded. Throat feels open. I might have an emotion. It's like calmness. It's like, oh, but the back of my knees are sweaty. And then often you want to go into the thought, but oh, what does that mean? It's like, no, just kind of just stay with that sensation. And then if it brings up their emotion and another thought, actually just feel them, be with those. And then it's one minute and you're like, oh, I'm much calmer. Mm. I've actually tapped into the body, what, you know, what embodiment is, what it means to be embodied. Yeah, having all the thoughts, having the monkey brain just quiet down for one minute. Yeah. If you do it three times a day, once in the morning, maybe once at lunchtime and one be once before you go to bed, it's like all of a sudden you realize that life is just a bit more flowy and a bit easier. Right. 
You know, and the other thing too, I think doing that switch and, and dropping in and having those embodied moments, um, it switches from uh, being self-focused to wanting to care for my partner too. Because I could easily, and I think we all can easily go into the story, well, I've had a really rough day and the kids have been screaming and this has happened and I've been very stressful and blah, blah, blah. But if I can do that little switch, it's like, okay, I can sort of drop in and then go, how was your day? You know, what yeah. What do you want? Can I get you a drink? You know, and and go into touching. And, and so when you're more focused on your partner, um, then it really helps you to drop into that really sweet, loving moment as well. Completely. And also what I like doing is sharing just um, a body sensation with him. He'll be mm. like, how are you doing? I'm like, I want to say I'm stressed. I've just come off calls. But actually what I'm going to do is just do a body reveal to you because you'll be able to feel it in your body. I can say I'm stressed or I'm happy. And what does that feel like for you in your body? Mm. For me, it's like, okay, so at the moment, my heart feels open, warm, and um it feels like the beginning of a smile is starting in my jaw. And then he'll say, thank you. And I'm like, well, want to give me a body reveal? And then he'll give me something. I'm like, great. Now we actually know what the other person is feeling in their body. And that creates intimacy already, right? <laughs> and I was I like getting out of the heady stuff. I mean, and he's a lawyer, right? So right. he's very, like, I'm working on this case. And I'm like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's fantastic. So, Juliet, uh, I know that you work with with thousands of people, uh, and the service that you do is in- incredible because it does bring us closer together. Sometimes, you know, like I said, you know, in my marriage, I had built up all these stories in my mind, and then then that was the only lens I looked through. You know, yeah. everything that my ex husband said or did, I was only looking through that lens. So, you know, and we all know how that turned out so uh <laughs> so how do people find you how can they work with you and how do you work with people so i run um a few uh, group programs there's there's I, I take on about eight to yeah about seven to eight people vip during a year so that's 12 months of working with me quite intensively and then uh, a four-day retreat as well um, but most of the things I do are group programs. And I also have um, uh, a business partner in, so I have feelfullyyou.com is my own my own business. And then I run another um, business called the Embodied Leadership Academy.com with my trauma specialist friend, Christine. So she and I both um, run a lot of group programs helping other entrepreneurs go through, you know, like rewrite the the story of trauma to find sensuality and sexuality again. So what was your um, individual website again? My individual website is feelfullyyou.com. There's Juliet Caraman, K-A-R-A-M-A-N, and Juliet French spelling, double T-E. So that's for Instagram, at Juliet Caraman. Um, Facebook is Juliet Caraman. Van Schardenberg. Don't worry about the other one. But if you see Juliet, French spelling, Caraman, then that's me. Right. Friend me on Facebook <laughs> or on Instagram. Fantastic. Well, Danielle, yeah, thank you so <laughs> much for this conversation today. I knew it was going to be uh, insightful. Um, and like I said, you know, we, we've, we have been giving a lot of our lives. So 
we want to be enjoying this chapter. And, you know, like I said, Absolutely. great sex life should absolutely be part of that. Nice and scrumptious. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Juliet. Thanks, everyone. And I'll, I'll chat to you all next week. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, please go ahead and do so on iTunes or Spotify or go to mindmovies.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, remember, new episodes are released every Monday morning and we'd love to spread the word. So after you've subscribed, be a great girlfriend and pass it on to a friend who will enjoy this too. And don't forget to grab your official Not Over Just Different Welcome Pack. It includes some of the best tools for inspiring your best life all completely free head over to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to grab yours today until next time remember it's not over just different